Welcome to Bundesliga Recap Match Day 3. There was a lot that happened on this match day, including some very shocking um, games. We'll start with the first game. Uh, Gladbach won, Hertha Berlin nothing, and this I don't think surprised anyone. Hertha Berlin have been horrendous this season. They only have one point, and that came from a draw with uh, Frankfurt, who also have been pretty poor this season. But in this game against Gladbach, Hertha Berlin, I mean, they, they looked flat. They had, they, I mean, the, the expected goals tells you that Gladbach really should have score, scored by more and won this game by a lot more. Gladbach were much better. Um, the goal scored by Plie in the 35th or the 34th minute was a penalty. And then um, Hoffman also, he also missed a penalty in the 70th minute, but in between then, Romotrovich had his second yellow and was sent off, and that was one. That was the his second yellow was the cause of the Hoffman penalty, which was missed. But I think the biggest story from this game is if you look at the end of the table, these teams are on polar opposite. Hertha Berlin are in sixteenth with one point and not looking like they're going to get out of it, while Gladbach are in second and are looking very good. They had a 3-1 victory over Hoffenheim, drawed 2-2 with Schalke, and then uh, Hertha Berlin won 0 in this game, obviously. But looking at looking at how their season has started, it's it's really it's really good for them because they've got their two of their players firing that didn't play so well last season. Alessandra Plie already has two goals or one goal and two assists, and Marcus Turam are, um, has uh, two goals. He's pretty good in this game, although it he wasn't his best game. He doesn't score, and it, he didn't look the most confident. He lost quite a few duels, but I mean, looking at it from overall perspective, it was a pretty positive game overall for Hoffenheim or not Hoffenheim. Sorry, Gladbach. Augsburg lose two one to Mainz in this one. It was it was a different game overall because it was a bit more even. Hoff or Mainz were better. Mainz were uh, class in the definitely, definitely in the uh, second half. That's where Mainz really just took over this game. It was pretty even in the first half, I would say, and then Mainz really shifted it. Thirteen shots for Mainz, only seven from Augsburg. Six on target for Mainz, two to Augsburg. So that shows you the difference. Augsburg, uh, they were kind of all over the place in this game. They didn't really look cohesive, and they didn't. I mean, they had they had a decent. Uh, their left side was quite decent in this game. Udalukau gets an assist for Dimitrovic's goal, and Iago played well as well. Gikovic saves a penalty, and Zentner for Mainz was also class in uh, goalkeeper. So both keepers played well. Dimitrovic for Augsburg. This is his uh, first goal. For the club, but um, he had an assist earlier, so he's been decent for them in two in the first start of the season. But the best striker on the pitch again was Ansiwu. Three goals, three games has looked very, very good. But if you look at what he did last year, he had five goals all of last year, and he's got three goals in the first three games. So definitely improvement there. Minutes per goal is less than ninety, which is remarkable. And then Jonathan Burkhart. That's been a he uh finally plays in this game. 
he's played in all all of the games so far this season. It just hasn't looked good. Uh, or actually, no, sorry. This is the first Bundesliga game he's played this season, and he played well. But coming back from injury, we'll have to see. He needs to get on the score sheet for them because I know on Siwoo, he's good, but he's not good enough to continue the scoring streak. So that will be very, uh, very um, have a big impact, I would say, on the Mainz's season. If they can get on Siwoo and Burkhardt to form a good partnership again, then this could be a very, very good season for uh, Mainz. Augsburg looking a little all over the place. Dimitrovic could be their, uh, could be a very good goal scorer for them, but they need to uh, get the back line uh, solidified. And what really needs to happen is they need to get Oxford back in the team after he's had some uh, fitness issues. And then Leverkusen lose three nothing to Hoffenheim, and this has been, I think, I would say the shock of the season so far. Leverkusen have been horrendous. I mean, this is this is horrible. They've lost all three games. They've scored one goal, one goal. I mean, that's I mean that's really really bad. They lost um, the opening day to Dortmund one nothing, then two two one to Augsburg, and then three nothing to Hoffenheim. And really, to their credit, they've gotten unlucky. Like they just haven't been able to finish this season. And I don't know if that's maybe because Florian Wirtz isn't there and he's the key to this team, but they played fine without him last season. And they have so much talent. It's just, it it really isn't working for them. No players standing out in a super positive way. So this is, I think it's going to be very interesting how this team comes around. Looking on a flip side, Hoffenheim were quite good, and this is a huge win for them. Kromerch gets a goal and assist. He was the man of the match. He's now got two assists and a goal for the season which I think he can definitely be better than he was last season because he only had nine assists and six goals last season. So I think he can definitely improve on that and get back to his previous form. Christoph Baumgartner takes a knock. He should be back probably even for the next game. But he, he gets a goal in this game. He's got two goals on the season. That's very good. If he can stay healthy, that will be a huge key for Hoffenheim. Promel plays very well, gets himself an assist, and then... I want to talk about this goal from uh, Jorginho Ruter. I mean, what a hit. He smashes it across the box from the left side. Absolute rocket. And uh, that was his first goal of the season. He had a total of eight goals last season. So if he can reach that total again, that will be very, very positive. I mean, this is a huge, huge win for Hoffenheim. But, I mean, Leverkusen have to figure it out. They don't look... They don't look connected. Schick does not look like he's at all in decent form. Um, Hilozik uh, for Leverkusen on that on the left side gets subbed out at halftime. Like it, it is all over the place for Giannardi Sonone, and maybe he's not the manager for uh, Leverkusen. Like that is that is a genuine thing you have to consider right now because he's came in and it's really gone downhill quickly, quickly. So. We'll just have to see. Or actually, he was there last season. Sorry, my bad. I got somewhat confused with him. But he was fine last season, but this has gone quickly downhill. He's gotten a lot of transfers in. He hasn't lost anyone. So this really, really should be better from him. And I think this is a very disappointing start to the season. Stuttgart, or actually, we'll go to Dortmund first. Dortmund lose to Vetter Bremen in this game. I think actually the scoreline, and looking at the just the how the game 
uh, function. If you don't watch the game, I think you actually get a little bit confused just because you see Brandt scored in the 40-plus second minute, then uh, Guerrero scores, and you see 2 nothing, and then Bremen come back in the 89th, plus 93rd, plus 5th, and you think, oh, Dortmund just kind of slipped on a banana peel or something like they stopped playing and they and they and they just couldn't I don't know they stopped playing and they lost focus. But no, it was really Vader Bremen were the better team for the entire game. Somehow Dortmund had built up a two nothing lead from the quality they have. Both shots were outside the box and they had gone in, but it was really Bremen who really ran this match. They played so much better. They had 14 shots. Dortmund only had six. Bremen out had more shots on target. Their XG was higher. I mean, it was just complete domination for Renner Bremen. I'm just it's just surprising how long it took them to score. But when they did, they scored three goals, all three from substitutes. Uh Buchanan, Schmidt, and Burke. And I mean, it's I mean, it's really remarkable how well they did this. And, I mean, you think, oh, it's just a consolation goal. But then it was two others that followed. And not only getting the draw, but getting the win. And pushing for that win, which is really impressive. And then, okay, the rem- the most re- remarkable thing that I think has hap- was in this game was Oliver Burke has two goals in three matches. And he has only played 25 minutes. Or He just came in. He came in. And got 10 minutes against Wolfsburg, 6 against Sukart, got the tie, game-tying goal. Comes in, gets uh, a goal a goal in 9 minutes of play against Dortmund. So, I mean, I think he needs more playing time. And I really, I, I don't think you can keep him off the field. I mean, he has done everything you could ever ask for. So, I really think he should be getting more playing time. And I think it's a little ridiculous that he's not. I mean, he's, I mean, he's finished two goals and it, he'll drop off a bit. But Oliverberg could get some more playing time, and I think it'd be really fair. Dortmund looked flat in this game, and I think this is a big issue. They didn't they didn't really have a striker, and Modest has just not panned out in these first two games. And I know it's two games, and it, it might take him a little bit to get used to uh, the playing for a bigger team like Dortmund. But it, it, he can't take too long to adjust because they really do need a striker. And this game kind of proved it. They were all over the place, and this did not look like a Dortmund, I would say, performance. So that was a big issue, I'd say, for Dortmund overall. And this is this is not the Dortmund you want to see. Stuttgart, Freiburg, Freiburg win one nothing. And Stuttgart, I mean, they looked flat. They didn't look great, but there was a lot um, from the keepers. I would say, especially from Flecken, he performed so well, keeping uh, Stuttgart without a goal, getting a shutout. I thought that he was very impressive. But on the attack side, there wasn't a whole lot of great chances. There was seven shots on target in total from both teams, and it just it didn't it it was flat. So the attack needs to improve for both teams. Freiburg, they get a goal from Vincenzo Grifo. This is honestly his first goal from his left foot in um in the Bundesliga. So that's quite remarkable. But it's a huge goal for him. And it's a goal that gives him three points. And this is a goal and this is what you need from Vincenzo Grifo. Last season, he only scored nine goals. And nine goals is a great production. But I think the biggest issue with that is he's probably their best player. And I think he can hit 
for a few more goals this season, he can really take the pressure off of some other players like Gregorovich or Ritsu Doan. So if he can take the pressure off of them, that will really help Freiburg come into the season. Wolfsburg versus Schalke. Another game that really did lack um, attacking. There was a penalty save from Castiles. He saved it twice. Not once, but twice. And I think that was just so remarkable. Um, Wolfsburg, they had an offsides goal. So there were attacking moments in this game, don't get me wrong. But both teams can, could work on attack. And this was quite a balanced game. So um, I think it was a fair share of points. And I think that was pretty good. And, and here's another shock to uh, to this match day. Union Berlin beat Leipzig. And Leipzig are winless in three games. So we'll go from the Union Berlin pers- uh, perspective first. Their strike partnership is absolutely blossoming. Jordan uh, Sabachu comes back. Um, or doesn't come back, but he comes to Union. Uh, he's not got two goals and one assist. He did get a knock, and is he'll probably miss a game. But Geraldo Becker, both of them get a goal and assist in this game. Geraldo Becker's got two goals and two assists in uh, three games, and they both played remarkable. Sabachu gets the man of the match in this game, only playing 63 minutes. Becker plays 74, and I mean, Geraldo Becker and Sabachu have been what's driving this team forward, and if they can continue this, and I mean, they'll have games where they struggle, but if they can continue to be such a lethal strike partnership, Union Berlin, I don't think they'll stay in the Champions League places like they are now, but I think they can really hold themselves up there and continue to really push uh, the the top teams in the Bundesliga. So this, I think, was a very, very good game for Union overall. And looking at the possession, it was 26% to Union and 74 to Le- uh, Leipzig. But Leipzig did absolutely nothing with the ball. They looked lost. They looked flat. They didn't really find passes. Um, particularly in Cuckoo, Werner, and Olmo were very poor. And then the... And then Silva, when he came on, and Forsberg, they did nothing. So it was really disappointing for Leipzig's attack. But Union Berlin's counterattack is just lethal. They scored both their goals on that. Both strikers really feeding off of each other. And I think this is this is exactly what you want from an Union Berlin fan perspective. Frankfurt won. Cologne won. Daichi Kamenat getting um, the goal that ties, or this, the, the opening goal. And then Thielman... Um, 11 minutes later, gets the tying goal for Cologne. That's a huge goal for Cologne to get some points. After they went, they haven't lost yet. It's been pretty good from them. Most importantly, though, uh, from their perspective, they do get um, they do get a goal without Modest, and they have they have looked their attack has looked fine. But in this game, it really did look flat. They didn't have a lot going forward. Their best players were at their back line. And Shukri, who's so good at center defensive mid. But their attack, Tiggs, Adamian, Olsen, they all just looked really flat. Thielman comes on, gets a goal. That's crucial. But I think it's going to be hard for Cologne to really replace uh, Modest. And I think you'll see that as the season goes on. Um Frankfurt, you've got to hold on to the win. They they really did need this win. Right now, they're sitting in 15th without a win, two draws, and a loss. So that three points would have been very, very crucial for them. 
But, I mean, the game favored Frankfurt in pretty much every stat. They had more shots. They had more shots on target. They had a higher expected goal. So, really, Frankfurt should have won this game. And then Bayern, 7-0 against Bochum. And I th- and I knew this game was going to be lopsided. I didn't realize how lopsided it was going to be. But I th- I know it's... I know this was the season where I th- I said even, and I know a lot of people were saying this, Leipzig, Dortmund, even Leverkusen could challenge for the title. Leverkusen is currently 17th. Dortmund just lost to Vetter Bremen. And uh, Leipzig haven't lost, haven't won a game, actually. They've lost and they haven't won a single game. So, I mean, it's been really disappointing. Sané got a goal. Delict got his opening, or his first Bundesliga goal. Coman gets a goal and two assists. He looked very good. Mane gets a double. Uh, Gamboa gets a own goal, and that was disappointing. He had a really rough. He had an error. To, he had an error for a, a different Bayern goal, and let had an own goal. So he had a really rough game. Gnabry banged one off the post at the end to get him on the score sheet. Gabriel Vidovic. He gets um. His fourth Bayern Munich appearance, first Bundesliga, first Bundesliga appearance of this season, gets an assist. But I mean, it was just a remarkable game overall from Bayern's perspective. They were dominant throughout, and they they took twenty two shots. They had seven pretty huge chances. They had other they had goals that didn't come from a whole lot, but like listen to this fact, and I think this can show you why this is. I think Bayern have pretty much going to steamroll this season. I don't think they'll have any, anyone will have any chance, and I think we'll be calling Byron's title in the middle of March or April. 15 goals for, one against. 15 goals for, one against. They have a plus 14 goal differential in the first three games. Like, that's absolutely crazy. I mean, that's just ridiculous. They're on pace for over 150... I believe they're on pace for um, like over a hundred plus goal differential, like even way higher than that. So, like, I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous, and I, I, I don't know how you stop Iron right now. Somehow they've gotten better without Lewandowski. I don't think anyone would have predicted that. I think everyone predicted a regress from Bayern. Maybe they had covered it up and they were going to be fine, but no one expected their attack to blossom like it has. They lose Musiala to a little injury. Sonny steps in and has a good game. Like, the depth they have on this attack is absolutely ridiculous. That'll wrap up uh, this week's Match Day recap. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. Bye.